everybody, this is Ken from Hashtag All Podcasts Matter, the podcast about politics, movies, social issues, and Keanu Reeves. This panel is from Crunchyroll Expo 2017. It features some of the dope people who made the critically acclaimed series possible. If you haven't seen it, I suggest you do so. It's streaming on Netflix and it's only four episodes, which is not, not a lot of investment and a short binge watch. Only 23 minutes each. It pairs well with your favorite vodka or your beverage of choice. But I recommend vodka because Hennessy is trash. The panel features Fred Siebert, Brad Graber, and Sam Dietz. Fred Siebert, if the name sounds familiar, is the guy behind Frederator Studios. They do super dope stuff like Fairly Odd Parents, Adventure Time, and Being Puppy Cat. Castlevania is obviously a huge departure from stuff like that. Listen to him talk about why he chose to do Castlevania and how Warren Ellis wrote the script. Lucy's partner, the guy who created Ren and Stimpy and ran the Spumco studio with him for 10 years. And uh, all of those 10 years and before, I had been just slowly begging him to come over to Frederator. We knew that he'd be the right guy. And one day when we got to talking about it seriously, he said, well, look, it's, you know, I love what Frederator does and, you know, I think I can bring something to it, but you need to know I have a project on the side. I'm a big video game fan, even more than animation. And I hate all of the video game adaptations that have been done to date. This is now 12 years ago. And he said, I've been working for years to get the rights to Castlevania, which is a game that I think is really suited to movies and to TV series, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And if I can make that series go, I'm going to have to leave. And I said, well, you know, you don't have to leave. Our, sh- our shop believes in talent, not in projects. And, you know, Kevin, you're somebody that we admire and we want to be in business with in any way that we can. So bring Castlevania in and if we can figure out a way to get it going, that's great. I can't be a big help. It's not my category. I'm not a video game guy. I'm not an anime guy. I'm not an action adventure guy. But um, I'll do anything I can to help. And basically that was the story for 10 years we started putting one step in front of another. I think Warren Ellis came on the project uh, almost 10 years ago now. We got a great script, the script that, has everybody seen the show? The show that you saw was basically the script that Warren wrote 10 years ago. And then it took us uh, 10 years to find a partner in Netflix and find a creative partner in Powerhouse that we thought, could fulfill the vision that Kevin had had all along. He's sort of, you know, Kevin's sort of the Wizard of Oz of this project. He's the man behind the curtain. We've only seen him in public once. Um, he sometimes doesn't even come on the Skype when we have a call. You know, he just wants to like stay to himself and very quietly put all the pieces in place. So he identified Warren, he identified a style. It took him years. I don't know, when did you guys come on? Three years ago, did we start talking to you, yeah, maybe? Yeah. yeah, so even that really took a long time. But Netflix came along, recognized the value of the property right away. Remember, uh, as a Netflix original, this is one of the very few Netflix originals that already has a worldwide audience. You know, it's not Stranger Things, it's not Orange is the New Black or House of Cards where there might be a marketplace for it in North America, but outside of there, like nobody's heard of anything and they have to work really hard to figure it out. But Castlevania 
has had, I think, almost 40 game releases in the last 30 years. Sam Dietz and Brad Graber from Powerhouse Studios talk about how they got involved with Castlevania. Just two nerds who love Castlevania, heard about the series in the works, and took a stab at it. Lesson learned. Everybody shoot your shot. Closed mouths don't get fed. Ask and you shall. You know the rest. Sam has been working for us for about 10 years, and he's a extremely talented animator, runs the creative at the studio. Um, and uh, what happened one day is he came in and said, hey, I heard or saw online that this guy is talking about them making a Castlevania series. We should work on that. Uh, and so we went about kind of half joking at the time. I didn't really expect much from it. And so, you know, I want to do what the guys at the studio want to do. That's how you get the best work out of people is to uh, find projects that they're passionate about. And this truly was... That's why we're alike. <laughs> exactly. Um, and so uh, this was something that we had been kind of working towards in a, a strange way. We were a, a company that did uh, video game cinemas. So we had been making trailers. We worked on things like Epic Mickey, Darksiders, you know, all, all of these different games. And so even though we're a traditional animation studio, the majority of what we did was video game based, um, not, not television at that point. And so uh, I wanted to find out how we could make that happen. So we, we worked the phones, we, we ended up finding uh, Kevin, uh, and he actually let us come and pitch us doing the project as a studio. And we made a, a PowerPoint, and uh, this is why you should hire Powerhouse Animation. <laughs> Sam did some sketches and some drawings, and we went in and showed him a whole bunch of the animation. And uh, if you watch the series, you of course notice that Trevor Belmont is known for kicking ass and taking names. The creative team talk about why the series, particularly the action scenes, look more polished than your uncle's church shoes. This is good stuff for an animation nerd like myself. Shout out to the guy in this clip who has a powerfully loud sneeze. I really hope he gets the help that he needs. That rhymed unintentionally. We, uh, uh, at Powerhouse, we had been growing uh, a team of people who can uh, do strong uh, uh, action animation. And um, the, uh, uh, we wanted to make sure we were taking advantage of that when we were going into uh, making the show, um, rather than just kind of shipping everything uh, uh, overseas and, and leaving it. We, uh, we worked with uh, a, a studio in Korea named uh, uh, MUA Film that uh, handled a uh, great deal of the work, but we did provide uh, uh, key animation, rough animation, and et cetera, for important scenes and for action sequences. And uh, in particular, the, uh, uh, the Cyclops fight uh, is one that uh, had very uh, tight, clean uh, animation, uh, uh, mostly done by uh, Spencer Wan, uh, our animation director. Uh, I, I threw in a handful of shots, but I was mostly just like trying to help fill in the gaps at zero hour. <laughs> and, and to give these guys their props, I should also just sort of interject here that they did more in pre-production and in post-production than virtually any other creative partner we've ever worked with. More than we do when we send stuff overseas. These guys really went not just an extra mile, but you know, an extra light year. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, one of the other things, not, not just from the uh, rough animation, but in post-production, uh, we took all the files back, uh, did a quite a bit of uh, model fixing, model checks, checks and uh, reanimating of uh, scenes uh, in order to keep the uh, quality bar where we wanted it. 
Um, so we, we did uh, quite a bit of work in, in the uh, the pre and in the uh, post production. Um, the animation director, because he did just an amazing job on that uh, on that sequence. He boarded it and and animi animated the uh, vast majority of it, and uh, uh, could not be happier with how it turned out. Yeah, I, I've seen it a million times, and it, every time I'm still doing this uh, to the beat. In this last clip, the panelists talk about giving us season two, which will be coming out next year. I'm glad it's going to be eight episodes this time. Good job, Netflix, giving us what we want. Because it's definitely not more Adam Sandler films. Thanks anyway, though. And I can say this as somebody watching the process, um, and he knows I feel this way. Uh, the first four were great. Uh, the next are so much better. I mean, they, they, they really, really are. There's, there's nothing that, and you can quote me on that, like I'll stand by it. Uh, there's nothing about the first four that I would change, but keep in mind, like Fred said, uh, these were written about a decade ago. But, you know, some changes were done, but Warren has matured as a writer. He's done a lot more script work, um, and uh, these new scripts are fantastic. I mean, not for nothing, but just reading them when they first came in, many of us cried. I mean, it's very, very good script work, and uh, now we have uh, the first four under our belt, and we kind of had a better idea of what we're doing, uh, and things are running smoothly. That initial trying to figure out the style that we talked about earlier, you know, that was kind of under our belt, and so now we're concentrating mainly on the story and the characters. Also, keep in mind the second season was originally going to be another four episodes. And uh, the Netflix executives took a look at what the work that had been done on the first four and really were so blown away that they extended it into eight. And so what that allows for is more nuance along the way in terms of the, the, the story of the second season is exactly the same as, as in eight as it would have been in four. But we're able to really like go and explore in various ways, deeper issues of character, get a little bit more into the story, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So in all, all the way in that regard, everyone's craft is better. Warren's is 10 years better. These guys are four episodes and an amazing season better. Every one of those things makes a, a huge difference when you're going out Hope you all enjoyed hearing about Castlevania. I'm pretty hype about next season. Follow us on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and Google Play. Also, wherever else you get your podcasts. We'd appreciate a rating and review if you enjoyed the show. Share it with your friends and your dentist. Music this week is from Megaran and Richie Branson from their Ghouls and Ghosts EP. I'll put a link in the description as to where you can purchase it. Thank you. Two up, two down. Draculas begin ravaging Europe with an army of monsters. His sole purpose is to exterminate mankind. The Belmont family of vampire hunters is beseeched by the church for help. The people feared the Belmont's superhuman power and drove them out the land. But with Dracula about to swallow Europe into darkness, they're left with no choice but to call Trevor Belmont, the current wielder of the vampire killer whip. Joining Trevor Belmont on this mission to defeat Dracula are three legendary warriors. Are their stories.
full moon fall night 1476 count dracula back in the mix rose from his grave with business on the mind my people on my ledge my life's on the line i come from a family of hunters exile or we once was all i wanted was peace upon the land but when you're different your peeps don't understand but i'ma get my point across by hook by crook or i want to start but this time it hardly gets even dracula's back with an army of demons I could've turned my back on the people I learned to forgive Because this type of evil can't be vanquished with a lament of innocence Disrupting the harmony of dissonance The fitness of protecting the land Vampire killer whip resting right in the hand Blessed with a gift and I took it willingly Six cents for paranormal activity Begrudgingly I played this part Knowing it'll take more than a stick to the heart But somehow I'ma send them back to the earth I am Trevor Belmont, track of this curse Ha, 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 ha. 